A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We play... For bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Enjoy this Goldilocks Productions presentation of the Stacy and Company show. Stacy Erickson channels messages from your higher self and other realms. Connect with your own unicorn and dragon. Step into this magical realm now. Hey guys, um, I'm here today. Thank you for joining me. Um, my name is Stacy Erickson. Over the past few years, I've become an inspirational medium and animal intuitive, bringing connection to your higher self while delivering messages from the other realms. Uh, today's show, we have animals that have transitioned and are in spirit bodies. And we'll get to those in just a minute as our guests. Um, I developed this show to help people understand the natural world and other realms. There is so much information that wants to come forward from everywhere. The trees, to earth herself, to our pets at home, animals of the world, and of course the other realms, which are very close to us now as the veil is thinner. So we can hear, see, and feel the interaction like never before. I've been able to... Sorry. (laughs) I've been able to communicate with animals ever since I can remember. The animal I most communicated with and learned many other skills from was my pony, Pearl. 
She was an abused horse that my family acquired for me because I had a unique connection with her and she with me. I was nine years old when I got her and she taught me all about myself and how horses respond through emotions. I learned how to recognize my emotions and clear thought. She helped me understand the different ways to communicate through telepathy and entrainment. So today with these um, animals that are in spirit, you're going to use more of entrainment than telepathy for the communication. So telepathy is the mind-to-mind connection where you receive information about likes and dislikes as well as other thoughts. Entrainment is the heart-to-heart connection where you receive information on a deeper level. You can tap into future events, past lives, and other realms as well as other things personal to you and to them. So um, first, I want to start off with a few things today. I've got so much information for you all. It's um, pretty amazing. It's probably going to be quite a long show because of it. But um, all these animals that are transitioning to the other side are there to help us from the other side. So um, but the animals are here in our lives as a gift from the universe. They help us recognize unconditional love. They teach us lessons in all different ways. They help us find joy by bringing joy. They teach us about love, like how to love love ourselves as well as love them. They support us in our trials and tribulations. When you're crying, I actually used to have a dog that every time I would get upset, I had him when I was, uh, let's see, how old was I? I was probably... 19, 18 or 19, and he, I took him on the road with me to um, horse shows and all that kind of stuff, and it was a lot of fun, but every time I got upset or I was homesick, he would um, come over and put his little head in my chest and uh, console me while I was crying, so he was pretty amazing. Uh, They help us exercise by, uh, you know, taking him for walks and things like that, getting us out in nature. They create better skills with us as far as responsibility, being accountable, and developing our confidence. And they listen to us whether we speak with our voice or with our minds. As you um, all know, we're talking about telepathy. Telepathy is a universal language, so that's what they do use up there in heaven on the other side to speak and communicate with each other as well as with us here on earth. And uh, entrainment, like I said, is the heart-to-heart connection, which is really cool. You can get and receive so much information from both those ways. So I want you to work on that and try it out and see how you uh, see how you do. It's a matter of just trusting what you're hearing, feeling, uh, understanding the wisdom that's coming in. There's so many different uh, ways to get information you know you can receive it in a song you can receive it and with smell like today I was actually communicating with one of these dogs and uh, she always smelled good when I was a kid she was um, a family dog and um, she always smelled really really good I haven't spoken to her since geez I can't even hardly remember her actually she was I was really young when she was around but she um, she's it was incredible. I could smell her again. I was like, wow, you're here. So it was really neat to, uh, to communicate with her in that essence as well. You can hear, uh, thoughts or, um, words, you know, you can, uh, once again, smell, you can taste, you can feel within your body or your being, you can uh, feel parts of your body that are, 
uh, injured or something like that. If some, if they have an issue or a problem, you can feel, you know, like your right foot might hurt if they have a thorn in their foot or something like that. So um, it's really interesting how animals and everything else do communicate with us in all these different ways. It's just understanding what way you receive the information. And um, all of us are different, so we all receive things differently, as well as um, some of us get a lot of ways to receive information. So it's pretty cool. So when I was in North Carolina, I was taking some classes on um, on the EFL, Equine Facilitated Learning. And um, I was just transitioning out of uh, c- competing on at, like at the top level, you know, as far as that goes and traveling all over the country and things like that. And so I wanted to transition out of that and into something else, but still be present with the horses because I love them so much and their energy and whatnot. And that's what, you know, has uh, communicated with me with the um, unicorns. So the unicorns actually come through the horses, the horse energy for me. So it's really neat. So uh, while I was there, I was speaking to some horses and I was learning a lot about this other kinds of stuff that's happening with the communication because I didn't really communicate or actually acknowledge the fact that I could communicate uh, back then. But now I'm learning to really acknowledge it. But before I was just starting. So I wrote this down and I'm going to read it to you. It's really interesting information. And I actually found this the other day and I wanted to uh, share this with you so that you could kind of get an idea of what it is like here and on the other side for the horses. So each horse has its own spirit guide. Now we're going to apply this to the other animals too. So just so you know, this does not just apply to horses, but I'm good. But when, I'm giving you the information through the horses. So each horse has its own spirit guide. Um, the horse, the horse to keep it company while here on earth. It reminds the earth horse of its great power and wisdom that is theirs to share with other horses or humans. They also remind the earth horse of its ability to travel anywhere it needs to get the information it wants to help it while here on earth. Earth horses can tap into the collective mind or the universal mind. All information is available at all times. And earth horses can tap in anywhere or anytime they need it. Some horses do not use the universal mind. They stick to the use of the collective or their angel horse. We are all connected, so they get their information from humans, too. So then they said, we all work together as one to create a beautiful world planet. All beings are here to lend support and lend a helping hand, etc. in the process. Understanding that we all matter and are super important in the process is what is important. Then we can become more accepting and genuine in our demeanor and love will blossom from this process, which is where we came from and where we will return. Some horses are angels in earth bodies. They have a solid purpose to be here, usually to help a human get through a certain time in their life. Some earth horses are here to do that too. But the angel horses have a connection to the person that is more meaningful. It's heart to heart. When they transition, they have the option to come back. The angel horses guide you from where they are, here or in spirit. The earth horses return sometimes after transitioning. They come back as a horse, usually, but have the choice to return as something else. Most of these angel horses have been in the human, with the human, through many lifetimes. So um, that kind of gives you like a little precursor as to like what we'll talk about today. So the animals are here, and when they transition to the other side, they have purpose, just like we do. So they all 
they all come to earth with a purpose, an idea of being and who they are and what they want to achieve. So um, sometimes like when you are with an animal, like for instance, that dog, he was here to help me be brave and to keep joy in my life and to console me when I had issues and problems. So he was here for like a multi-purpose type of thing. There's uh, other animals. Like I had a little Corgi and she was amazing. Her name was Penelope. She was so cute, but she would always bring me joy. Every single time I walked into the barn, you know, I was going through, um, you know, some trials and tribulations in life as we all do. And every single time I walk outside of my house, she would be there and she was so cute that she would make me laugh. And then I would go into the barn and she would help me feed the horses, follow me around, you know, and the, the cutest little thing she used to do is actually bounce up and down. So she was so cute and she would make me laugh, like I said. So her whole purpose of being in my life was, and she achieved it was to be um, my joyful pet. So she brought a ton of joy to me and was so darn cute with it. And uh, I'm so appreciative to have her. So I want to tell you some cool stories today about horses that are, well, about a horse actually that transitioned. And um, there's some other things that happened here. Um, First of all, I want to go into my horse. His name was Halo. And uh, the reason why I'm talking about horses is because those were the most of the animals I've had in my life. So I'm speaking about horses and that, you know, for that reason. But once again, this also applies to all animals. So horses can return to you or animals can return to you in many lifetimes. And um, this horse actually did. He was, he showed me his lifetime that he was with me. And it was in uh, an Indian lifetime, an American Indian lifetime. We lived in Arizona and uh, we were, um, it was way back when. And so he, uh, He was actually my husband's horse, which is really interesting. The husband was a chief. And so it was really neat because when I looked at his rear end on the backside of his rear end, he had these spots and one spot. And this is unusual. Horses don't usually have spots unless they're Appaloosas or something like that. He was a thoroughbred, which is, like I said, highly unusual to have these markings on his rear end. But um, they did call them, somebody called them an angel marking because, uh, And it makes sense because if it's an angel marking, it means that, you know, it's done by the angels to remind him of who he is and also have uh, soul recognition with me, which was really neat. So anyway, so he had one spot on one side that was, I don't know, you know, like about this round. It was so cute. And it was solid and it was darker. It was like a dark chestnut color because he was orange, um, like the orange chestnut colored horses, horse color. And um, on the other side was an open circle. So it was like this big. And then, you know, it looked like a donut. It was the coolest thing to see this. And then I talked with him about it. And he said that he was a chief's horse and that he could lay down and hide. And he even had to pin back his ears so that the, um, you know, so that he didn't get caught behind bushes and stuff like that. So nobody could see him. And I just thought that was so interesting that he said that that's what he had to do. And um, it was really neat, you know, that that they really were so close to us back in, you know, even back then our animals had so much connection to us and purpose for our lives at that time. So um, so that was really interesting to learn from him. Then the uh, I just want to see here because I've got so much to tell you guys. It's insane. There's. um Oh, my sister. Well, we had a pony in our family that we actually leased. We didn't buy him, but um, when my sister rode him and his name was Mario. And this is really interesting, too, because white horses or white animals, 
they have um, an angelic side to them. They're more, uh, a lot of times they're more uh, advanced. It's really interesting, unless it's a white breed, and then that's a totally different story. But like white Bengal tigers and things like that, they're more advanced than a regular tiger, from what I understand. This is information that I received. So anyway, so he was a white pony, and um, really cool to tap in with him just recently. My sister asked me, she said, would you please tap in with his name is Mario. Very cool little pony. And I said, sure. And as soon as I tapped in, you know, with my relation to the unicorns, it was so interesting to see that he actually had like glasses on like me and he was standing in front of the classroom and he was pointing with one of those pointer sticks and he was teaching baby unicorns that were sitting at desks. Yes, I know. Sounds crazy, but it was so stinking cool. I wish that I could draw it for you guys because it was the neatest thing ever to see. But anyway, so this just tells you that when they do transition, they can have a purpose on the other side as well as having a purpose here on Earth. So that leads me into the next story that I'm going to tell you about. And this story, I'm probably going to write a book about eventually one day soon because it's just such a great story, for, especially for people that lose their animals. So I had a client and uh, she, and this is another horse, and she had her horse with us for a long time. He was used for lessons, and he was actually pretty famous. He was, uh, everybody loved him, and he taught so many people and had so many um, experiences at horse shows and things like that, and he was really good at it. Like, he was great at his job. So anyway, so as he got older, he would, um, so I, as, as he got older, we sold him to a client of mine. And, uh, well, actually, I didn't sell him, but somebody else had sold him, and we bought him. And so she had bought him, and she uh, loved him to death. And they had the neatest connection. And so when she would be away at home or something, and she would miss a day or two with him, he would visit her in her dreams. So your animals can come to you in any capacity. They can actually, you can actually ask them to come to you in, in your dreams and see, you know, what happens. I've actually had a couple, and I'll explain that in just a minute, too. So... She called me one day and she said, look, we have to put, you know, this horse down and I'm really sorry um, to do it. But is there anything I should do? You know, because I just love him so much and I want to make sure that he understands, you know, the process of what's going to happen and all that kind of stuff. And I told her, I said, yes, he's actually um, he actually already knows and he's fine with it because animals don't think of you know, transitioning like we do, we get really sad, really upset, really worried about it, you know, and scared. And they just don't. They understand that it's not forever and that they do have the option to return if they want to. And they recognize that it's also just part of the process of being, you know, an advanced soul or advancing their souls and so or spirits. So it's really interesting how they, like I said, don't think of things the way that we do. So it was, it was really, really neat to talk to him about it, actually. And I, and I loved it because it was my first time actually speaking to a horse that was going to transition. So I told her, I said, stay with him if you can throughout the entire process and then ask him to visit you in a dream and let him know, let you know that he's okay. And so she said, okay. So it was really cool because the next day she put him down and, and then um, that night she had a dream and so neat. She called me the next day and she said, oh my gosh, I had a dream and it was the best dream ever. And I said, really, what was the dream? And she said, well, 
I was riding him in this white room and there was a lady off to my left and she was, um, she had a clipboard and she was speaking to him, the horse. And, um, and he was going so fast. Now you have to understand this is kind of funny because this horse, you had to use spurs on him and, you know, practically (laughs) beat him to make him go. He was definitely a seriously pokey horse, very pokey. That's why so many people could ride him. So I said fast. And she said, yeah, she said it was like zero to 60 in like split second. She said it was crazy cool. And she said, but she kept on pulling on the right rein because she thought he was going to like run into this wall. And I said, holy moly. She said, yeah, She she said it was a small room that they were in and it was the neatest thing. So she said, what do you think? And I said, well, I think that he was getting used to his new body. He is in spirit now and he has his wings. So he has to learn how to uh, blend with this new body and understand um, his new form. And she was like, wow, that is really cool. I said, ask him again if you can visit with him, you know, in the next process, whatever this process is. And so, um, so she said she would. So that night she went to sleep again and then she called me the next day and she goes, oh my gosh, I had another dream. And I said, wow, this is so cool that he's, he's, you know, really inviting you to go with him. And uh, she said, yes, I'm so lucky. And so she said that when she was in this dream, she said that when she was there, she was kind of in this palace, like this huge palace. You can imagine like Caesar's palace, you know, with big, huge white columns. And she said that it was um, just enormous, like so enormous that it didn't even have a roof or a ceiling because it was just so big. She said all the pillars just kept going up to the sky, you know, and forever. And um, she said everything was white and marble and all of that. And she said, and there were um, people walking around with clipboards. And, um, and she said that uh, she said she went down to, you know, pan down because she was kind of like up and, you know, seeing it in a peripheral view and um, or one of those views where you're up above everything. And so she, uh, so she panned down and she went down and she talked to him and she was looking at him and checking him out and everything. He had cancer when he had died. And so, um, so she wanted to make sure he didn't have that anymore. And he didn't, he was perfect and looked gorgeous. She said, just so beautiful. And all of that was gone and he was not in pain or anything. And um, she said, and then one of the ladies came over with a clipboard and said, you know, we would like to, to thank you for all of the pictures that you sent of him. And um, we really, really want you to, uh, to know that we received everything and that we will keep it safe for you. And so she was like, wow, this is so neat. And so then she panned back up and then she was looking at him. And uh, it's so neat because when he was here on earth, we always said, I always said to her, I said, man, he just wants to be like this therapy horse. I don't know why, but he's always talking about being a therapy horse. And um, so anyway, so when she panned up again, he was over consoling a horse that actually had just come in to the, you know, the area and was quite frightened. And so, um, so he was helping the horse out, you know, taking it where it needed to go and consoling it and letting it know that everything was okay. And that, you know, it was safe and sound. And um, she said, isn't that just like him? And I said, yes, exactly. It was so cool. So anyway, so then from there, she said that she watched and she said, I don't know why God was a tractor trailer, you know, like a big semi, but he was a white semi, (laughs) which is kind of funny. And, um, all the horses followed this white semi out into these like gorgeous, beautiful fields. She said it was insane how beautiful it was. She goes, can't even describe it. 
So anyways, that gives you a glimpse of what happened with this horse in heaven. And um, just as an add-on, I said to her, I'm going to check in with them in about four days. Because usually it takes, you know, four to ten days for everybody to kind of settle down and kind of get used to their new form and figure out where they are in heaven. And uh, so anyway, so I checked in with them, and this was so cool. So my pony, the other, I had a pony that had um, had the exact same cancer and had uh, transitioned, like, I think two years before this horse had transitioned. And um, anyway, and I always checked in with him because he was so cool. His name is Sparky, and I just love him so much. He's got a great little personality. So he, um, oh, I got to hurry up here. So he uh, was there, and I, and I always see him, like, in a window, kind of like you're seeing me right now. And so there's this window, and so here's Sparky. And then I said, well, is Chutney around? And he said, yeah. So Chutney pops into the window, looks at me and says, hi, Stacy. I'm so happy you're checking in with me. Please tell, you know, my my owner that I love her so much and I miss her. And um, and then off he goes again. And I looked at Sparky and I was like, what the heck was that? And Sparky said that that the horse is the official greeter in heaven. He's one of the official greeters. And I said, holy smokes. So this is his job. And he said, yes. And he takes it very seriously. So it was so cute to see this horse, you know, because he had a little clipboard, by the way. And uh, it was so funny. So every now and then I check in with Sparky and I always ask for this other horse to pop in too. And every time I see him, he's always like, hey, it's good to see you. And then off he goes again because he's so busy, you know, being the official greeter. So it's really interesting, once again, how, you know, these Animals have their different jobs on the other side as well as their jobs here on Earth. And um, he wanted to be a um, therapy horse. And so this kind of shows shows him off up there in heaven with um, something that he absolutely loves, which is fantastic. And I don't think he's coming back, which is really interesting, too. Now, that being said, animals can come back. They um, They can come back several times if they want to. They can come back to you in this lifetime or... Once again, like that horse that I told you about, that was my horse. He wasn't my horse in that one lifetime. He was actually my my husband's horse in that lifetime. And um, But he came back to me because he wanted to experience it since he's not here. My husband's not here, I guess, which makes sense. Um, that spirit isn't here on earth. So the horse had to come to me instead and to get his um, life, whatever it was that he wanted to learn, done. So it's really interesting how, you know, they find a way no matter what, you know, in some sort of relation. And uh, it all works out really well for everyone because I had great experiences with this horse as well. So um, so anyway, I think we should get on to our guests here now. Oh, my gosh. You know what, guys? I'm so sorry. I haven't. (laughs) I forgot to do the comments today. (laughs) Sorry about that. Hi, everyone. Sorry. so I, uh, so if you have any questions about last week's show or any other shows, you can ask that now too. I will try to uh, try to get to those as well. But I do want to get to our guests today for sure because they're uh, they're kind of getting a little antsy right now and they want to talk. So um, I had uh, I asked you all to send in you know pictures of your animals, and today we have four that we're going to talk to. And um, I didn't want to do too many, but I wanted to do at least four so that you guys could um, kind of get an idea of what's going on with them and where they are and how they feel and uh, learn the process, which is really interesting. 
So I'd like to um, bring up Chunga, which is the dog. He's really cool. I think it's a he or she. Um, hi, Marsha. It's good to see you. And Duels. And Crystal. Hi, Crystal. This is really fun, isn't it? I know animals are just so much fun to talk about, I have to tell you. So Chunga, who's getting loaded now. It's okay if she doesn't want to load yet. We can, oh, there's, I'm pretty sure it's a girl, Chunga. So this is a, a friend of mine's dog, and she had transitioned. And so um, you can see how beautiful and intelligent and super powerful she is. And with that energy of her being who she is, with just looking at her, um, that also supports the uh, purpose of her being. So, you know, we look like, what our purpose for what we are here for too, which is really neat. So this dog was really cool to talk to. She said, hello. And um, she said, it's so important for you, the owner, to know how much I loved being with you as your dog. I feel so close to you even now in helping protect you and all that can harm you. I am your protector and will always be there to help with that. I love you so much and want you to know I am here always watching and protecting. Um, so she said, all of us are together, but each have their own purpose here on the other side. Now, what she's talking about is the Donna had asked, have you found your daddy, Steve? And also um, her other friends that were living in the house with her at the same time. And she said, yes, all of us are together, but each of us have our own purpose here on the other side. But all of us love you so much and stay with you at different times. You feel us near, a nudge, a small breeze, goosebumps, a feeling of knowing. This is how we come to you and know we are always around. We love you so much. So that is Chunga. She's amazing, and I'm so happy that... uh, that we were able to have her on the show today. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So next we'll do Abby, which is Chelly's cat. Male. Oh, Chunga was a male. Sorry, Donna. Thank you for that. No wonder he's so powerful. <laughs> but he's so beautiful. He looks a little female too, but so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, okay, so Abby is Chelly's cat. And um, on the other side, this is like really interesting because Chunga showed himself as beautiful, intelligent, and very powerful, like almost in um, like really strong being on the other side. It was really cool to feel that energy. And um, so Abby, she wears a brown monk's outfit with a rope around her waist. Now, Abby's the black and white cat that's in the four forward part of the picture. Um, She's super wise and acts as a guide to Georgie. So Georgie's the black cat, I think, in the background. Um, She acts as a guide to Georgie, which is her cat now. And she helps her see things to understand her own purpose. She's a, the cat is like very Buddhist-like. She's very zen Um, in the feeling that I get from her. She feels into the universe. There is great knowing now and understanding of what is coming. Spend time in the garden. I will come sit with you there while you meditate. Then I can show some things about the future. Flow, and I love you. So that's what she's saying to her owner. 
Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $499 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. And then um, she has an organic understanding of how the natural world works, which is really interesting. She's a very, very cool, advanced cat in her knowledge and ways. So the questions are, and I got to get better at this. I'm really sorry, guys. Um, what is your connection to Georgie and what can I do for you here? And um, so she answered both those questions very well. Really, really neat cat. So we're going to move forward on to Mecca. Mecca is a... Um, Lab, I think. We're at three, three, seven, good. So Mecca, we'll see how she is. So you can see how wise some of these animals are in their advancement of being who they are. So um, the uh, Abby was very advanced in her being. So she's probably been with Chelly quite quite a lot and through very many, many lifetimes. And so it's really interesting. And you guys have to understand that we're just doing like quick little reads on these guys because I could read them for an hour and we could talk for like two hours about each and every one of them because they all have so much information that they'd like to share. But I'm um, trying to keep it sort of short and simple so that you can understand what they, where they are and what they're doing. So um, Mecca, her, her uh, owner asked, can you forgive me? for not getting help sooner, and are you at peace? So Mecca had a brain tumor. You can sort of see in her left eye right there. She's a little bit painful, a little bit of a headache. And um, so anyway, so Mecca says, hello, so excited to be talking to you. I am in a perfect body spirit, body now, so super healthy, and I love it here. I love to sit in the grass under the big trees. I walk around the house a lot and clear things out of the way. She does that here on Earth. Um, and help with energy clearing. It is the way of our kind right now, earth clearing, but around our own people. So the dogs right now are taking um, active, uh, you know, they're, they're being activated to help us here on earth to clear energy, especially with people who do that type of energy work anyway. So I thoroughly enjoyed every moment with you. I've been wanting to speak to ease your heart. My life with you is perfect. I lived exactly how I wanted and achieved everything I planned because of you. The lingering was my doing as I wanted to stay with you for as long as I could. You brought so much joy to my heart. Thank you for such an amazing dog life. The extra treats were awesome too. I love you and we'll see you again. So this dog is soft energy and she does a lot of tail wagging and she kind of wiggles at the same time when she's happy and she's super, super sweet. So um, thank you, Mecca, for being on the show today. And then last but not least, we have Tina on the show. And Tina is a um, Cocker Spaniel cross. So the question for Tina is, where are you now? And she's, this dog has a really great sense of humor because she said, all dogs go to heaven, LOL. I am a spirit dog connected to your heart. I help you while you are in your dream state. Protect and open and close gates. 
She wears purple and she literally has the biggest white wings I've ever seen on a dog when I'm looking at her. It's really cute. Um, the other question is, will I see you again? And she says, yes, I enjoyed being the dog. I was able to achieve so much in that lifetime. It was so wonderful being able to stay with you for so long. I especially enjoyed all the costumes, toys, etc., gifts that you gave me. Some were so funny and you made me laugh. I really appreciate the time we had together on earth and love that life so much. You made me feel so special. I love being your dog. I will see you again when you are ready to return here. Now, um, once again, these animals, thank you, Tina. That's so cool to talk to you and giving that message. Um, so these animals, they're really interesting. Once again, if you do want to have your animal read, you can go to raspberrylight.com. And I can do a personal reading on your animal and see what they have to say for you. Most of the readings are right around an hour long on the phone. So what you do is you send me a picture with your questions, but then I get, you know, even more information for you. And, um, and then, like I said, it takes about an hour just to tell you all the information. And then usually it takes me a little longer to talk to them on the other side, just because I like to get as much information as I can. So, um, so anyway, so I really appreciate these guests we had on the show today. They're beautiful, beautiful beings and um, gave some great messages to their owners. Now, the other thing is, is that animals, what they do is they, they're not really owned just like we aren't really, you know, um, pinned down in any way either. We are all free spirits, free souls. And so are they. So um, they like to be called their, um, they like They'd like to call you their people. Sorry, I was trying to get that out. Um, people instead of owners. But um, I said owners today. So just so you know, I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So Crystal. Oh, I didn't get that one. I'm sorry. I did not get your dog um, named Chai. But I'm going to be doing this show again, you guys. I'm going to keep on doing this show for the animals because all of them really want to come forward and speak. And we're talking about the animals that are here in spirit and also here on Earth. So um, I have a few other people that had mentioned that they wanted us to talk to what well, they wanted to talk to talk to their animals that were here on earth as well. So we'll be doing this show again, for sure. I'm going to try to do at least one show per month on just animal readings. So just keep your, uh, you know, your eyes and ears open. So then that way you can um, participate and the website, you want to go to the website to send the information to me through um, email, which the emails on there. I think it's rat love raspberry light at, gmail.com so you can check it out at the website um very sorry i did not get that your dog crystal um next time though for sure we will do it <laughs> so hopefully once again we'll be able to get them done next week next uh next month in november and i'm probably going to do animals that are here on earth first and then we'll go into the animals that we'll uh we'll do in I wonder why I didn't get it then, because that's kind of weird. But I'll check and make sure my email is working properly. So, um, so anyway, so thank you again for that. I have a couple more stories about some animals that did transition to the other side. And it's really interesting because um, one of them is a really kind of funny story. 
And it's a friend of mine who is um, quite powerful in her being. And uh, she's amazing. And she had one of her animals that it was her cat. And it actually got, um, it got, this is terrible to say, but it's true. It got uh, eaten by a, uh, I think it was a, some sort of bobcat or something like that here in Florida. And um, anyway, and so she found parts of it and whatnot. And so after it transitioned, she talked to me and she said, is there any way you can find out like what is going on with this cat? And so I said, yeah. So I thought this was a good story to tell you because it was really, really fun and interesting because this is uh, something that I don't know. It was just really neat. So anyway, so I'm on vacation in Idaho with a friend of mine and uh, she texts me and she said, oh my gosh, you know, um, I forget the cat's name, but he is gone and he got eaten by something and pretty sure it was, you know, a bigger cat, like meaning that it was probably a bobcat or a um, panther or something like that. So I said, okay, well, I'll check in with them in a few days. So after four days, I checked in and turns out this cat, he's like Puss in Boots. I don't know if y'all remember that movie or not, but it's a great movie. And um, so cool because cats are really neat to talk to. And uh, (laughs) that definitely um, describes cats. That movie does quite well. So Puss in Boots is what this cat seemed like. And he was male and so funny. And uh, so anyway, so he and yes, Chris. I think that raspberry. Oh no, it's love raspberry light at Gmail. So it's, you got to add love to it in front of it. I'm pretty sure it's on the website though. So check out the website. Um, there's also another email that I can send you as well. Um, so anyways, so Puss in Boots. So he's in line and he's standing in line and it was really funny. I'm just checking the time and he's like this and he's tapping his foot and he's like, in a hurry to get back to his um, person because they're super powerful together and they want to do, Oh, thank you. There it is. It's love raspberry light.com or love raspberry light at gmail.com. There you go. Christine, do you see that over there in the comments? We put it there for you. So thank you very much. So, um, so anyway, so he's standing in line cause he's, he's very impatient and he wants to get back to earth. So, um, Okay, cool. That'd be great. Thank you. So, um, so anyway, so (laughs) once again, he's standing in line and he's really impatient. I know the story's getting long now, but he, uh, he's tapping his foot and he gets to the front of the line finally. And so at the front of the line, they ask him, they say, okay, what's, what's going on? Did you enjoy your life? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and they kind of run down a list of things. And this is really interesting because I was there when this happened. So, he had to um, kind of like mark off what he wanted to work on and what he had already worked on. And it was really interesting, you guys, because this was like something that um, it really it, it holds true for all of us, even humans, is that you have like a list of things that you want to accomplish. So say you wanted to accomplish, you know, sheer joy. And so you kind of mark it off as like 50% or whatever. And then you say, okay, yes, I would like to experience that again in this lifetime, this next lifetime when I come back. So this cat was doing that. He was going through his list of everything that he wanted to um, get done in this new lifetime and um, and also get done in or, or have gotten done in this last lifetime. So when he did return, he returned and it was a fast turnaround really quick. I can't remember how many, but it was like months and uh, didn't know that was possible. So, but anything is possible, you know, 
anything. So he, uh, he returned. And when he returned, this is the best part of the story, is that he returned and he looked like a lynx. Seriously, like the same type of thing. You know, like how a bobcat has a little tufts at the top of their ears and all that kind of, of um, furry stuff, you know? Oh, my gosh, this cat looked just like that. And he said, he said he will not get eaten again in this lifetime. So it was like, it was so interesting talking to him and so much fun to, um, to watch this whole process. Cause she kept asking me, she's like, where is he now? Where is he now? Where is he now? And so I just tried to keep checking in on him to see where he was. And he was in line for quite some time, just so you know, <laughs> and very impatient about being in line. So that's really funny. Oh, then I'll make sure I change that website. Thank you, Crystal. Yeah, then I definitely need to change it on the website. I'm very sorry about that. Um, I have a new website person that was helping me um, recreate my website. And uh, so I must have, we must not have had the correct email on there. So I will make sure I change it for sure. Um, Without love, raspberry, I'll know better next time. Yeah, sorry, like I said. Samoka, great dog. Oh, yeah, they're all. So the um, so let's let's talk some more about uh, these animals that are on the other side. So it's really interesting, though, how they do have jobs over there too. Once again, like that horse had that job to be the official greeter. There's um, other animals on the other side that are. Uh, I've talked to several like. I've had actually had one horse of mine that had transitioned and it was the horse that we were just talking about with the spots on us on his rear end. And he said that he will never come back (laughs) because he was enjoying himself so much in heaven. And he sits underneath this beautiful tree and then he gets up and he runs like the wind and then he comes back to the tree and rests again. And that's what he does over there and just loves his life as that being. Now, the funny thing is, is that when he was here on earth and I was riding him, every time I would take off the bridle, which is, you know, the bit and all that that's on his face, he would take off with the saddle still on him, run around the barn a bunch of times and drove me crazy because no matter what I did, this horse was like bound and determined to do this. And it wasn't all the time, but it was a lot of the time, especially when I wasn't paying attention or if I was in a hurry. Anytime I was in a hurry, that's when it really happened. <laughs> but anyway, and he would run around the barn a million times and I'd be like, oh, geez. And then finally he would come back into the barn and be like, all right, I'm done. But he had to run with the saddle on. So it was so funny. So anyway, so that's what he's doing in heaven is he's enjoying his life up there. And I did ask him once again, if he wanted to come home, come back down or if I'd see him again in this lifetime. And he said, absolutely not. He was enjoying himself thoroughly on the other side. So some of these animals will return and some of them will not. I had another client that I actually read for and um, it was a dog. And the dog had transitioned and it was an old dog. So it was proper that it had transitioned. And um, the, her husband was like just devastated and horribly sad because the, the dog had spent so much time with her husband. You know, it was a hunting dog. And um, they would go out and do all these different things like a uh, track and all that kind of stuff. I can't remember the name of it, but, you know, like where you throw the little stuff and all these tools and whatnot and the dog has to chase it and hunt it and whatnot and then um and then of course it helps with I guess that this one was like a bird dog so it was really cool so anyway so they asked if this dog was was coming back and I said absolutely for sure 
And because um, she missed her uh, her owner, well, her person, um, very, very, very much. And so um, so they said, really? And I said, yeah. And I said, and you'll know when to go find the when when it's time to find the, the next dog. And so they were really excited about this at first. And then they kind of didn't believe me because I don't know if they really believe that, you know, that this whole process could happen. And so, um, so finally it came time and I told him, I said, it'll be like a special day and you'll just have an inkling. It'll just be a weird little, like, you know, nudge saying, okay, now's the time go get the dog. And, um, and so they did. And it was really interesting because they, they, uh, they communicated with me and asked me if I would read to see if this was the dog. Now, for me, how I read is I have to read the old spirit dog in order to see where that spirit dog is at this moment in time. And so this spirit dog that I read was the old one. And she said, oh, yes, I'm definitely there now. And she showed me where she was even in the yard at the time when I was reading. And so it was really interesting um, how it was very definitive and then they became believers. So it was awesome. And the husband was so excited because he had his dog back, but in a different body, um, same type of dog though, because it was still a hunting dog and so that he could spend as much time as he wanted with them with it and all this other stuff. So it was really, really neat to, um, to see that, you know, this, this one dog did come back to them. There was another one that um, actually I just had it in my head and it just escaped me again because I was thinking, about the updating my info on my website, which you get so distracted, you know, it's blonde, blonde happens. So um, there was another animal that I wanted to talk with you guys about, but I can't think of it right now. So we're not going to worry about it. So um, just wanted to let you know that that's what happens with some of these animals. They do have jobs on the other side. They do return to you in this lifetime and can return to you in another lifetime, which I've given you examples on all of that. I my horse came back to me in a different lifetime or the horse who wasn't mine, but is mine. And then the dog just came back to that gentleman. And then um, the cat, which was so funny. Oh, my gosh. That was hysterical. I swear. And that cat really does wear Puss in Boots boots. It's really cute. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's all very, very interesting how all this can be with all these different types of animals. And every animal, doesn't matter what it is. It could be a squirrel. It could be, um, you know, a fox. All of that has a purpose for being. I mean, everything has a purpose for being. Even the bugs have a purpose for being. Which, by the way, um, I was talking to my producer today, and uh, she said the same thing, is that I don't know about you guys, but the bugs have been very active lately. I've been seeing a lot of bugs. been hearing a lot about people getting stung by wasps, because those are very popular here in Florida. And um, I've also had just strange bugs landing on me at the beach, which I've never seen before. Very creepy, crawly little guys. And um, so I'm not sure what the message is yet, but when I do get the message, I'll be sure to pass it along to you all. Um, The dragonflies are all over the place, which is really, really cool. Oh, and that leads to this. Um, I'm going to be on Jeremy's show. He's on this Goldilocks Productions. You guys can find him. I'm going to be on his show on um, Tuesday night. I think it's at eight o'clock. And I'm going to be talking about the dragons and the unicorns again. I think the next show right now will be on dragons and unicorns just because they really want to talk some more about what's going on in the world. And uh, I found some information and some more notes of mine on these um, 
on those guys. And so they're all really, really wanting to like step up and be recognized, which is really cool. So, um, so we'll definitely have to do another show on them here coming up. I'm not sure if it'll be the next show yet or not, but, um, but that'll also be in the future here very soon within the next two shows. We'll be back to the dragons and unicorns together in the same show and do a lot of readings during that time. So please stay tuned. Um, so Marcia said, well, I'm glad it's not just Montana where you are infested. They're really clingy here. I know. What is up with that? You know, if you have any ideas, let me know, because it's really interesting that they're uh, they really are bugging us for some reason. So um, I figure I need to tap in with them this week and see what's going on. We might be talking about bugs next week <laughs> to see what's happening with those guys. It's really interesting. Once again, what's going on with the world? everything's changing and shifting. And so, uh, so I think that there's some literally things that are being unearthed here and uh, the bugs are definitely coming to, uh, to um, you know, the surface and helping us maybe recognize something new that's happening with earth and we need to talk about it. So I'm going to see what that's about in the future here and let you guys know. So please let me know if you have any more questions about, you know, last week or the week before. You guys can definitely, definitely um, ask any questions that you need to. Yeah, Crystal, exactly. The butterflies and the insects. That's great. Oh, that's so wonderful. So Crystal says, I have really become connected to trees, animals, insects, butterflies, dragonflies, etc. the past six months. Yeah, like the everything everything is starting to uh, really shift and change. The earth is shifting and changing and the realms are opening up. So we're able to communicate much better now than any other times. And, um, and then once again, even last week, you know, we talked about all these other beings that were just coming out of the woodwork. I mean, literally just showing up out of nowhere and we don't even know what to call them, or at least I don't. Um, I'm sure that other people do, but I don't have a name for them quite yet, but I will get with those guys too. So as these shows progress, we'll be talking more and more about these different, you know, beings and these different, um, you know, the natural world for sure, because it's something that really wants to come forward and be recognized, you know, and, and help us become more at peace, more, um, less fearful of these bugs, for instance, you know, you'll become less fearful of them because then you'll recognize, you know, oh, it landed on me for a reason or a purpose. And, um, and so this is, you know, all this type of stuff. Although the other day I was like, get off me, even though I could hear them. So it was not a really attractive bug. So um, kind of scared me a little bit, but yeah, so we'll find out what they have to say here uh, next week for sure. Even if it's not a whole show about them, we'll at least have information on them in the um, future for sure. So, um, so is there anybody that wants, we have one last little time here. Let's do, oh yeah. So Crystal says, I would love a show on bugs, etc." feel for them and began having a harmonic sound scene that comes out of me for them. Oh my gosh, that is so cool, Crystal. Um, plants, trees, grasshopper spiders, cicadas, praying mantis, bees, dragonflies. It has been so beautiful. Oh, I bet. That's amazing. You know, maybe that's what the bugs are about then. In fact, you just brought that to light, that they're definitely bringing in... Oh my gosh, that's funny because this morning I woke up and I had ringing in my ear. So that must be the reason. We're, we do need to talk about, you know, the sounds and the um, 
recognizing the importance of all these beings that bring everything to um, to the natural world to help it heal and to uh, to keep it prosperous and going. Gosh, that's amazing. Yep, definitely. So we'll talk to the bugs this week. I'll definitely do that and uh, see what's going on with them and um, just call them in. Now, when you do, oh, that's something that we can talk about real quick, is that when you do speak to, say, a group of beings. So, for instance, if you want to talk to, say, one seagull, when you're talking to um, domesticated animals, this is really interesting. When you talk to domesticated animals, it really is about them. They're very singular, just like humans. But if you want to talk to, to the collective of who they are, you can tap into that as well. And with the, um, with the wild animals, it's very easy to talk to the collective. So say you talk to butterflies and you want to learn more about the collective butterflies and you can ask about them or you can ask about, you know, the bugs because the butterfly is sort of like a bug, right? So you can ask all of them too, you know, to help you communicate with all those beings that are present and helpful in um, creating, you know, pollinate pollinization and all of that type of stuff. So it's really interesting how, um, how you can, you know, speak to everybody as one mind. Now, the one bug that I've had problems with, though, and just so you know, and I don't even know why, and I'm not quite sure what uh, what the deal is, is mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are definitely little rascals. So um, not had a whole lot of luck with mosquitoes, but I have had Fred the Fly. I've had, there's actually a story about Fred the Fly. Um, it's so funny because when I was younger, I would always say, oh, Fred's with me again because being around horses, you know, you'd have a fly in your car. So I'd call him Fred. And then I'd have, you know, flies in the barn. And, you know, if one landed, I'd be like, oh, Fred, go away. You know, and so um, always said Fred. And it was funny because I was looking up online and you guys can probably find this on, um, you know, YouTube somewhere. It's Fred the fly. And this is, it's a gentleman that has to, he's communicating with a fly and the fly's name is Fred. So it's kind of funny how I, I don't usually get names, but for some reason I got the name Fred for the fly. So it's funny, but i um, not sure if all flies names are Fred, but that's what I called them. So it's a lot of fun, you know, communicating with animals, with bugs, with just anything on earth. It is so much fun. You can communicate ants. Oh, ants are really fun to communicate with. You can actually feel into their um, their bodies. You can ask the uh, when I was learning how to communicate with animals. It was so interesting. I took a class and um, the instructor asked us to imagine ourselves, say, flying with this um you know, pick a bird and then imagine yourself flying with it. And it was really interesting because I had um, hawks out at my, out at my farm and um, the hawk that I was with was actually one of those birds. And, um, and it welcomed me right into its body and allowed me to feel everything. And it was kind of gross because it actually had picked up a frog and was eating the frog. And I was like, okay, didn't need to experience that, but thank you for the experience. So, um, and then this other uh, person that was in the class said that she had, 
you know, welcomed, been welcomed into the ant's body. And she said, it's amazing how strong these little beings are. So, um, so you can learn a lot just with sitting with the being and asking them, you know, if you can join in and get a sense of who they are and how they are and what they feel like and all of that. It's really, really, really interesting and a lot of fun to do. And um, so let me see here. So Crystal says, I believe it has to do with frequencies. I just learned that I channel energy differently more through frequencies and tones. The song that comes out sounds like the Little Mermaid singing. It is heart-centered, which is the main chakra I process energy through, still learning. Marsha Colvert Reichert, it has really been an honor. Oh, yeah, because Marsha does singing too, so it's really interesting. But yeah, anytime that you know, we talked about that with entrainment. So, Crystal, you're using entrainment to um, communicate and to feel into this energy. And it's through your heart, which is your heart chakra. So that's amazing. And don't ever forget, you guys, that love is so important. I mean, love really does heal the world. And uh, it's the greatest energy that we have. And nowadays they are, it's called um, the Institute of Heart Math. You can get a lot of information from that website because it uh, tells you that they actually measure the uh, emotions. And it's really interesting because love is like, I guess it has like the greatest uh, field. So it goes on forever and ever and ever. So the more we love something or we love the world or we love ourselves, all of that type of stuff. We can heal ourselves. We can heal the world. We can help each other. So it's just amazing how the um, entrainment and heart chakra are so important. So, well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you all being here and communicating with me. I love communicating and uh, would love to hear more from you. If you guys want to have readings or anything like that on my website, it's raspberrylight.com. And I will get my uh, email set up for sure. And uh, thank you again. You all have a great rest of your afternoon. We'll talk soon. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.